Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. Ball ready with trips to the right. Snap. Back to throw again. Wants to go fade route to the end zone. Caught! Tez Johnson! Touchdown, Oregon! This is Durden Sprague. Josiah Irish inside of Valson. Bolden split right. The Beavers from the 20 after their final timeout. Throw it down the seam. Caught by Deshaun Fenwick at the goal line. Touchdown, Beavers! With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. 45-42 dogs going for the kill shot. Penix under center at the one-yard line. Takes a snap. Hand off Dylan Johnson. Plunges his way in. Two arms up. Fourth touchdown tonight for Dylan Johnson. And the Huskies take a two-possession lead with two. 20 to go. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader 1080, The Fan. Happy Monday, everybody. What is happening? We have a lot to get to today. I would do, Bob. It's a hell of a weekend. It was. Well, was it? I I wouldn't know. I had a group chat that didn't exist this weekend for some reason. (laughs) When did we not text you back? Are we in trouble for not texting you back? I mean, I I get not wanting to text back right away every time, (laughs) but like, you know. Which texts are we alluding to? The ones on Saturday when I was driving in a a tsunami back from Eugene or to Eugene? Those ones? You were driving back to Eugene? Uh, Yeah. What were you doing? I was hosting the postgame show. And then I was while playing. he was driving back from Eugene from the pregame show. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. I love how you get angry about. You get very angry. Well, about you guys this. are the weirdest uh-huh. texters I've ever had in my life. You I were texting me chats. about games on Saturday that I literally didn't have the ability to watch. Yeah, there's what? three people in that <laughs> chat. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to. You're respond. taking all the blame here, and one guy's just old, didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm on. I I literally like feared for my life during that drive on Saturday. I didn't know if I was going to make it back alive. It was that bad. Saturday was like awful. I had Flooded multiple highways. times. I thought like, why am I doing this? I want to turn around and go home. Yeah. Uh, and on the way back, there was like a half hour stretch for where for like, legitimately that long, nobody was going over four miles an hour. 
you could not see four feet in front of your car. This is why you guys should be doing the pregame show in the studio. So, yeah, when I'm not texting you back, I'm just trying to survive, man. I'm trying to live. Well, that's an okay excuse. Swigard, what's yours? <laughs> in the morning time, uh, finally catching up with the uh, lovely lady swag because she had been tech week all week. She had the opening of her newest performance, which I went to Friday night, opening night. But we had been two ships passing in the night a lot of the week. So, you guys don't celebrate opening night with like sex? I always thought that was what actors did. Opening night play, hey, big night, huh? yeah, big night for everybody. Well, see, she's not just acting in it, she's producing it and frankly in charge of it. So, she was running around like stressed out. So, you know so what helps uh, take stress off? Well, we relieve stress Saturday morning, so oh. so yes. There you go. Hello. <laughs> See, that's why he's not texting you back. Ham and eggs. He's having sex with his wife. <laughs> Leave the man alone, yes, would you? Was. Jesus. Why are you so angry on a Monday? I just don't like texting and not getting a response ever. It's just uh, you finally take See, back on Sunday. This is what you do. This is what you do. You say you act like you never get responses. What are you talking about? We all we we texted back and forth all day yesterday. We were commiserating over bets. You got lucky on a Bucks bet. I we did. were yeah. texting about the Eagles nearly collapsing against the Cowboys. Yeah. We texted back and so, forth all day yesterday, yes. and then Sunday and Saturday night football, when I got home, I was texting back. I was preparing all of the uh, little audio bits and pieces that are necessary for the start of college basketball season on our two stations today yay feel the feel the excitement of college basketball huh? now i'm gonna be as bummed out as my co-host like Sorry. that should not happen what are we doing here yeah come I on mean, uh, talk to me and talk to me in january it's not college basketball season yet talk to me in march <laughs> preferably <laughs> at the end of the month what are we doing here okay come on uh, nobody cares look were you great at texting back this weekend you were you were better at it <laughs> But I was all alone Saturday. All I had were thoughts to myself. My family was gone. It was just me. All I had was you guys. Just watching football. I was I was reacting in time reading your text, being like, I wish that I could have watched Kansas State and Texas live. Sounded like an incredible ending. It's a good game. I really wish I could have watched that game, but I had no clue, and I had to. I got it on the DVR, and I'll probably go back and watch it at some point this week. You know, when I had sent, like, the fourth text without getting a response, my mind went to, Dirt's probably busy getting done with the pregame stuff. And my other my other thought was, Swag has got to either have fallen down and can't get up, <laughs> or Swag is doing something like having sex all of Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Those were kind of my only two scenarios for him. It's a good way to spend your Saturday morning because he doesn't have young kids. His no. kid is an adult out of the house. It's just him and his wife. Exactly. So you know, my natural thought at fifty-two years young is like he's fallen and his hips broken, or. <laughs> He's still uh, he's still doing the uh, sideways mambo. Absolutely, and uh, the ladder was it, huh? He was he was feeling good on Saturday, man. Makes me feel Swag-alicious. a little delicious. Makes me feel bad about opening the show with this. You had yeah, sex you, all day. He came in and attacked us, man. I nearly died on Saturday, and Swag was having sex. Why? Why don't you look in the mirror, huh? <laughs> I had sex Friday night, not hey, Saturday morning. There you go. That's and good. I don't do the pregame show. Uh, well, and if I did, I'd probably get kicked off because I'd have told the boss by now eight different ways we should be doing this in the studio, you know, where all the equipment is. It was a little mis- Saturday was miserable. It was one of those days of like, oh, God. It just was raining the enti- all day long. And there was like one 10-minute stretch in the pregame where the sun came out. And you're like, hey, this, couldn't, yeah. this might not be bad. And legitimately, 10 minutes later, it was just absolutely. Dumping down. And this Saturday is the first Pac-12 after dark for Ducks fans. Yeah, we haven't had a night game all year. 
Congratulations. Thank you. I'll be, I'll be doing great. the post game around midnight. Oh. Uh, it's, you're, yeah, yeah. You might want to push that back just a hair. That's got a chance to be a very high-scoring game, yes, a lot of points. Does. Clock stops. It's a home pass. game, so they don't quite wrap yep. up the post game as quickly as they do on the road. Yep. That could be uh... I'm pretty much going to go from the post game <laughs> to the Child Center for the 2 o'clock uh, <laughs> afternoon game Matinee. Sunday against UC Riverside. The one year I did Ducks post game show, Oregon played at Arizona, and I started it. At 11.50 p.m. And I turned to the producer, and I don't remember who it was because it was late. I was cranky. And I said, how long does this have to go for? And this was a road game, by the way. So I just said, uh, who's awake right now for this post-game show? <laughs> who's listening right now? And he said, well, we have to go at least an hour. And I, I went like an hour and 45 minutes or something. I don't know. I think I went the allotted time. Yeah. But I remember signing off thinking that was the most pointless bit of content I've ever done in my entire career. Yeah, those are not good feelings. I had that two years ago, the week after Christmas. I, for some reason, didn't take that week off, and you did, and I remember doing shows that week thinking to myself, this is really dumb. It's awful. This is really dumb. Yeah. Nobody's working this week. Nope. Nobody's listening. Nope. Nobody's in their cars. Nope. Everybody's on vacation, <laughs> gone with their families, sleeping it. Like, nobody is tuning in right now. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? That was my thought for an entire week. You know, it can be demoralizing. Very demoralizing. Everybody likes Here's this job. Oh, that's a cool job. Yeah, let me bring you in on the demoralizing days and let you yeah. reconsider that stance. There's a lot of down moments. Also, somebody has now changed my computers over here that I can't move, and I can't see Swigard anymore. There's Somebody put like a zip tie on the back of this thing, and I cannot move it out of the way. Uh, that was probably Joey because of the camera. I mean, it wasn't getting in the way. I was always moving it this way. I would move it to the left, out of the ways of the camera. Well, I'm just wondering if there's a camera angle, an over-the-top thing. I don't know, a reflection <laughs> they need in to the see mirror. my bald head more so they couldn't move the computers out of the way. Like, I legitimately, I can't, if I lean back, I can, no, I can no longer see Jason Swigard. What's the minimum amount of money you would pay to, to, to have fake hair? Uh, like I if I told I you you could you could keep your hairline and bring it up a little bit, I don't think I would. And it looks like seventeen year old dirt. <laughs> Fifty yeah. G's, you could do monthly payment installments. You would go, you do it? Well, <laughs> the question is, you going What's rogue? The interest rate on that, dude? Hell no. Hopefully not over nine. <laughs> no, I You're would doing not pay. The Joe Buck plugs. What are you doing? I don't think I would. I don't think I. I I'm in a weird spot financially right now. We just bought a car, and I'm like panicking on a day in and day out basis. I'm in a weird. <laughs> so spot. asking me how much I would spend on hair is not a good time. Not a good time right now. And uh, let's make some car payments first, okay? Let's pay the mortgage. Let's Don't you get the first thirty days? Let's, yeah, we got a, we got a breathing period here, but I'm already panicking. I'm already dreading those payments that when that bill comes. And so uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't think I would. I would go the other way and just accept defeat and shave it all off. Like yeah, that would be my that would be my first course of action. Maybe someday, like forty five year old dirts coming into some money, and we're feeling good about ourselves. And it's like, hey, I got twenty G's to blow. Let's put some hair plugs in, and maybe my stance will change. But if I continue to retreat, it's a f just shave it off. I tell you, you make a half a million a year. You doing it? No. No, really? Not half enough. a million a year? There's a lot of things that I want to spend money on. Hair is not one of them. Okay, all right. I'm married. If my wife leaves me, then maybe. What then... if she says, I'd like you to consider it? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't tell you to do it, but she goes, I'd really like you to think about this for about a week. Say, what's the punishment for not doing it? You know, what you are we talking about? You seeing here? a whole bunch of <laughs> not pictures as many Saturday when you first got together <laughs> when your hair was a little fuller. <laughs> she puts those up around the house. I mean, this has been going on for a while here, okay? No, she's, I know. she's accepted this for who I am. If, now, if she 
left me. It's then been I a might. slow fade. It is a slow fade. It's, we're moving slowly. It'll it'll eventually get there. I think in your favor, you look like you got a good dome, though. Thank you. I think when it when when you that. get to that point, I like my dome. It'll be okay. What I appreciated was somebody I text with who sometimes listens to the show, a friend, and uh, they had said something about like, man, I actually really liked that segment talking about hair loss and. <laughs> Just being out and open, and they said, I also found it funny that the, the day prior to him freaking out, he openly said, I hope my hairline's here when I'm 50. <laughs> the next day, what happened to my hairline? It sneaks up on you real quick, it, man. Father time, man. Father it's, time's undefeated. It's a scary battle that you got to face. It really is. All right, well, uh, you know, you guys had good excuses for not texting me back. Yeah, that was not fun. This weather is like, God... I've, I've, I forget sometimes how depressing it is. Yeah, like, every was, year I forget how depressing it is, and then you're like... Oh, it was nasty this morning. Here we go again. The west side. Oh, nasty last night, Dude, this morning. Horrible, man. Just won't stop raining. I think Dirt knew I might bring this up as a topic, and he responded as if I was the weather in traffic. Like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> As it's I was a, warm in my living room going, why aren't these guys yeah. texting me back? As you're Where's sitting your around Victor on your couch Rico's? on a Saturday, huh? <laughs> why don't you try and pull off a read with three different addresses in it twice as you're getting rained on? You guys volunteered for that job. <laughs> I just want to say that now. That wasn't a mandatory thing. I hate you. Silence. All right, silence. That's what we have. Uh, we got a good show today. We have a lot to get to. There's a lot going on in the Man, there was world. a lot of football. There was a lot of football. A lot, a lot of football. Let's start with the local taste. Uh, we have no guests today because there's so much to react to. So we'll start with the local stories. Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, etc. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on this Monday morning. We're back with some uh, local action next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you on this Monday morning on 1080 AM, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app, and YouTube.com backslash 1080 The Fan. Got a, uh, a fired up dirt. And by the way, Will Darkin said it was him that produced that 1 AM Arizona Oregon game. It was Will Darkins was in here with you? Yeah, because he, he totally understood what I was saying. I was like, it was a road game. Yeah. We're on at 1 AM. I mean, come on. You got to get the reads in. 
Yeah. I the, Nobody would know if you did or did not in that moment is what I would say. Is the statute of limitations ran out on me turning a Mariner game off? Am I allowed to talk about that, or do I need to wait another ten years? Uh, I did that. I did that one time. It was eleven fifty at night, and the game would not end. Yeah, and it was like seventh inning, or it's eighth inning. It was something crazy. Sitting in the old prod three by yes. yourself in a cave of like, oh god, I just want to go home. And I remember our our boss Jeff, when I got hired, said you do this once in a while, and yeah. it doesn't usually go longer than three and a half to four hours. It was like a five-hour game that yeah. night, and I remember going, nobody's listening to this. I'm leaving. <laughs> and the next day, somebody tweeted, hey, Uh-oh. who turned the Mariner game off? And I'm one like, guy, oh, no. One guy was not happy with you, man. Thankfully, they never got to our boss, and he never found out. <laughs> it was just getting good. <laughs> he took the game away from me. I got this tweet over the weekend. Mm. Uh, it wasn't people complaining about the time change that threw me off for about four hours on Sunday. I mean, I love it and hate it at the same time. Is that okay to acknowledge? Like, it's dumb that it's going to get dark this early, but I am I would be lying to you if yeah. I told you. I forgot about it, and I woke up Sunday morning, and I was like, why do I feel so refreshed? Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is great. I still have another, like, three hours until the full NFL well, slate it, begins. it couldn't have worked out for a better weekend with that early NFL game. Totally. So it's like, oh, it's like halftime. It's like, no, it's just no. barely kicked off. <laughs> yeah. What a buzzkill of a game. It was not a great game. I woke up and went to my brother-in-law's house at 6.15 in the morning for mm. that game. And they no-showed. 21 nothing. I'm yeah. like, cool. This is great. Well, you got a good second half. You had a chance, and then you had a bad snap on four down. It's like, that's such a bummer way not to as, end the game, Not too. as much of a buzzkill no. as the Seahawks. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, at least they had, like, nine other games going yeah. on at the time of their <laughs> annihilation. Yeah, if you get a blowout, it's okay. Like, you're going to get Giants and Raiders. It's like, all right, nobody cares. I got another good game to go with it. So if I'm yeah. watching the red zone, I can see that one. Uh, I had this tweet from Michael, who tweeted you mm. and I over the weekend. Mm. At Brandon Sprague, we'll find a way to try and convince us Bo Nix is not a Heisman candidate, Ooh. even after 386 yards passing and six total tuds. <laughs> yeah, why do you hate so much, man? What's your beef? Again, what did Bo Nix ever do to you, man? For like the ninth time. What did Bo Nix do to you? Bo Nix, probably going to end up in New York. <laughs> Deserves it. I just merely said... I don't know if I'd pick him for the Heisman Trophy. Hater. I, yeah, I know. You hate us because you ain't us? Is that it? What's going on over there, man? And what I would say to, to Michael and any other Duck fan that feels maybe the same way, because, you know, God forbid anybody say anything <laughs> remotely controversial at all, anything about the program in Eugene, uh, what I would say is, that's a cool statement. Nobody watched your game. It's on the worst possible network to be on. Yeah, he yep. picked a really bad game to have his best game of the year. Like, yeah. That was yeah. one where yeah. he he legitimately that was that might have been his best game in a duck uniform. Like he, I was incredibly impressed with what he did. But you also have the silver lining of like it's Cal and Cal's defense is terrible. Yep. Two thirty on a Pac twelve network. That yeah, was, that was a watched, theme nobody of the watches that channel. Like, I think I'm DJ sorry. had nobody more does. touchdowns and incompletions against Cal on the road, and Oregon State hung fifty two on them. Like a lot of quarterbacks look yeah. good against Cal, so I don't think you're going to get flowers. Why'd you use that quarterback example of quarterbacks? Ah, who no look reason. Good you know, Cal. no reason. There's a team a little bit further up the road that probably should be starting their freshman at this point. But I digress. Uh, I it, it, you're not going to get any flowers for it. He was incredible and it was really fun to watch him move and make some great throws on the run his stat line was awesome 
but you're going to have to do that this weekend. You're going to have to do that against Oregon State, primetime game, and you're going to have to do it if you get there in the Pac-12 title game. Like Those are the games that will decide if Bo Nix is going to be a finalist or win the Heisman Trophy, not a 230 game against Cal, who is one of the worst defenses in the conference. Yeah, I mean, that's that. the reality is that's the unfortunate thing about that network is it, it never really got to households. It, no. It, near the amount that they thought it would, and so I... I jokingly respond to a listener's tweet about that, but in all seriousness, nobody did watch. I mean, they they did this with USC's opening game, and I think it was San Jose State they played. It, it was like 300,000 people. <laughs> uh, nobody has that channel. And Caleb was putting on highlight after highlight yeah. after highlight after highlight. Yes. And of just like you're in awe watching him, at least we are on the West Coast, and then you realize that nobody around the country gets this channel and can watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> It's really sad. It really is sad. Like, this sums up why we're here. I saw one of those tweets this weekend about a weird connection with a Pac-12 thing. I'm like, this is why we got here. And I just thought, no, this is the reason we got. This is why. You don't have distribution on your network. Yeah. And you have a team that's a top-10 team. Like, I don't blame them for putting that game on the Pac-12 network. It was a 44-point win. Mm-hmm. Not going to rate well if it's on ESPN. But here's a team in the top-10 who has a Heisman contending quarterback and might make a push for the college football playoff and... 98% of the country cannot watch their game. Well, for all the Michaels in the world that feel I'm being way too hypercritical or not giving Bo Nix his flowers enough, stay tuned for the 715 segment because oh. you're going to hate me for a different reason. Oh, no. Uh, you mentioned something kind of as an offhanded comment there, and I, I can't let you just drop that and then move on. Mm-hmm. You said a team up the road should be starting a freshman quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Up the road from Eugene? Up the road from Eugene. Talking about Portland State. I don't know if you watched their game this weekend, but... Did they house uh, yeah. Weber State? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, I'm talking about Whitworth. Whitworth is undefeated, but yeah. they could use an upgraded quarterback. I mean, I, they had... Until Colorado was incredibly stupid at the end of the first half, they had one offensive touchdown. It was pretty bad. And who led that bad. touchdown drive? Not DJ. Okay. Their offensive line was not great on Saturday night, which was a shocker to me because that's been the calling card of Oregon State, but they're without a starter, and then they had another starter go down in the game. Mm -hmm. One of the things that is very helpful when you have a bad offensive line is a quarterback that is willing to run around and move and use his legs and go back and watch that Aiden Childs drive. It was him, or should I call him Chili's? Uh, it was him running around, making plays with his legs, scrambling. Like, all right, one read, two read, three read, not there. Things are kind of collapsing around me. Good luck tackling me in the open field. And they didn't have an answer for him. And I, as that first half went on, that came, that became a little uncomfortable. Like, they could not move the ball with DJ. And he scored a touchdown rather easily in the only drive he was on the field. Is there a reason you said Chili's? Is that a joke? They called him that on the broadcast. Oh, did they? Yes, they did. Oh, okay. I think Brock Osweiler gave a Chili's when he went into for his first I touchdown. I had to mute the broadcast, <laughs> unfortunately, for Dave Fleming. I could not listen to Brock Osweiler try for the 88th time. He made me feel good about how I say it. I'm like, God, you should not be worse than me. Just go DJ, man. DJ you shout out to Kirk Herbstreet who did not attempt to say the ZTF full name yeah. in the Washington USC game same he mentioned ZTF big strip sack fumble exactly. playing with a heavy heart ZTF with a great play there <laughs> that's all the reliable stick with what you know yeah why why fight it <laughs> you know like, if you can't get it in the rehearsal uh, or the pregame eh, let it go battling that for four quarters Ooh, we la, 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 la. that's the play-by-play guys job <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, I can see why a color commentator would also say or want to. Well, say I know, especially name. if it's you know a quarterback who's gonna you know have the ball to start every play. But oh well, it's an I, important name. No, <laughs> I kind of felt like um, I don't hate Brock Osweiler as a commentator, mm-hmm. but what got me to mute it was like the seventieth time of him trying to say DJ's last name and just like yeah. really putting an emphasis on how hard he was trying. Sounded different every time he said it. Every single time. That's a tough part. If you're going to screw it up, at least like screw it up one way throughout the course of the game, the same way. Like all right, he just has. It's like when when people got Mariota wrong. And you're like, Mariota. You're like, all right, whatever. But just stay with Mariota. Don't give me Mariota. Like, don't give me a bunch of different ones. He gave you different ones. Mariotto. Yeah. (laughs) What are we doing here, man? (laughs) But but where he really lost me was Brock Osweiler is 6'6", isn't he? 6'7", I believe. He's a big dude. 6'7". Big dude. DJ's 6'5 and a half. I could have really used some expertise on touch with big guys that play the position how different the game can be for guys who aren't quite as mobile as some of their smaller counterparts. I I didn't really get any of that because I was wondering, why is he just staying in that pocket? That pocket's collapsing. Why do you want to just keep staying in the pocket? Eddie just kept staying in the pocket. Just kept standing around, man. Standing around. Look, they got to win. I'm not putting it all on him, the poor offensive performance. What did I tell you about the road thing? We just we laugh at this because Colorado's not good, and I'm like, yo, go prove it, and... Not impressive. No. I mean, they, they look. A win is a win. I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna bitch about every little thing after a win. I'm not be that guy. But if they play Colorado at Reeser, what's the final of that game? Yeah, I mean, you're winning fifty by to fourteen. Yep. I mean, come on. It, and that's that's just what people bring up, and why they bring it up is we know it would be different. But why is it so different? What what is the disconnect for the coaching staff who didn't take the point again <laughs> and gave up two points? <laughs> Thank God that didn't bite them in the ass. Ended up being a touchdown game. It late. did. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> a little uncomfortable. But I just, I, I don't know what it is or why it is, but it is. And that's yeah. what my point was all of last week. I knew Oregon State was better in Colorado. They play Reeser. I would have felt how you felt. And they didn't. And that's what happened. Yeah, that my stance was more of a Colorado sucks stance. And I still kind of maintain that. Uh, they were pretty lucky. Uh, they got the offense going on those, you know, kind of late drives when Oregon State started backing up a little bit. Colorado's great at that. And then they act like after the game, why didn't we just do that for four quarters? It's like, well, because you were down by 20 and the team is playing a prevent defense against you. It's a little bit easier to score in those moments. I just, they looked lifeless offensively in the first half. And I know they're not going to make the change. And I'm being a little tongue in cheek, but. I I did when he when Aiden had that drive. Oh, I, I saw it. Yeah, I had that yep. that flash across my brain of like, dude, this guy. He might be better suited for he it. Might be yeah. better, and I, I I don't know where Oregon State's going to go in the future. I don't know what the next couple of years will look like, but I did have the thought watching that drive of if he stays, and they get a basically Mountain West schedule, mm-hmm. I'm penciling them into the college football playoff. He is going to shred Mountain West defenses with that run game. It makes me sad about the conference because I think he could shred quite a few teams in the conference next year too. He probably could. Uh, but that's not, you know, that's not going to happen for him. Uh, okay. There's a little bit of the, uh, we like to dabble on the local angles here. Oregon winning, uh, Oregon state winning, Oregon winning in convincing fashion at home, blowing out cow, Oregon state going on the road and getting a win. Uh, we'll dive back more into them in the second hour. Talk a little more pack 12 coming up next. I want to pause for the story of the weekend. It's easily the story of the weekend standings, record, everything be damned. This is the best story in sports right now. Let's talk about it. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I know the Ravens did. The Chiefs win again. The Bengals are on a winning streak right now, beating the the uh, Bills last night. Here comes Joe Burrow. I get it all, okay? NBA's back. College basketball is back. Baseball just finished. Hockey is in the midst of their season. These are all great things. They're all stories in all of these avenues I can point you to. And I'm, I'm being kind of serious when I say this. I don't know if there's a better story <laughs> than Josh Dobbs quarterbacking the Minnesota Vikings yesterday. Yeah. So he got signed midweek, got brought in, was backing up Jaron Hall. They had no quarterback depth with Kirk Cousins' injury. Backed up Jaron Hall, who then gets a concussion in the first quarter. Oopsies. Gets knocked out of the game. What do they have to do? Well, we don't have any other choices. We're going Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs dirt was 20 of 30 for 158 yards, <laughs> two touchdowns, and he ran the ball a little bit. Seven carries for 66 yards, a touchdown in that department, and a 9.4-yard uh, average per rush. Josh Dobbs, story of the weekend, and if you want even further confirmation, this was Josh Dobbs in the postgame, you might be saying, NFL offenses are complex and tough. We hear the names of them in all these NFL films, don't we? We say, why are they so long? There's no way somebody coming into a team on Thursday no chance. is going to remember anything happening for a team on Sunday. And he had to, and this is how they got away with doing it during the game. This is Josh Dobbs in the postgame. If you could hear the headset, there was a lot going on, a lot of jumbleness. As I'm communicating, he's communicating to me. We had a lot going on. We had a lot going on. But it's great, obviously, Kevin played quarterback, so he knows what I'm going through. So he's able to communicate effectively, like, hey, like this is where you're, what you're looking at. This is what you have on this side of the page. This is what you have on this side of the page. He's able, you know, talking lingos that I've come from to be able to simplify it for me. And uh, then from there, obviously, it's just go out and play. But, you know, I thought the communication was awesome. The report from the post game was that Dobbs had never even taken a snap with the center of the Minnesota Vikings until they told him he had to warm up in the game. Here we go. Time he, to go in. He was seen dirt on the sidelines taking a snap. That was his actual <laughs> first snap. And I don't care who won and by how much, and we'll get to all of it. Yeah. Josh Dobbs being a Cardinal on Tuesday and starting for or playing most of the game on Sunday for the Vikings and winning, 
is the best story of the weekend. Their situation was so bad. They, <clears throat> on Sunday, almost faced a 49ers uh, NFC title game situation. They were out of quarterbacks. Cam Akers was their reserve emergency quarterback. He ended up uh, rupturing his Achilles, I believe, as well in that game, too. Yes, yeah, so he he's he, So the emergency guy was gone. It was like, Dobbs, you're all we got. And he came in and balled out. <laughs> Josh Dobbs, <laughs> all you got. We're all we got, man. And he was, he was incredible. These kind of stories in sports, when you get them, like Josh Dobbs will get lost in, in the history shuffle of the NFL. 10, 15 years from now, you're not going to probably remember this run. Someone will say it and you go, oh, yeah. That's right. Tennessee Josh, quarterback. Dude, but this guy is having a moment. And he is a journeyman. He's been on, what, five teams in the last two years. He 12 was, months. In the last 12 months. He's, he was really good early in the season with Arizona. And it showed immediately how much his departure meant for that team. They had a the worst QBR of the entire season from the dude who they slotted in to replace him. I don't blame them. Them for trading him, the Car- the Cardinals are tanking. Yeah, but it was a good reminder of like, oh, that's right, he was kind of propping them up and making them somewhat competitive week in and week out. The crazy thing is, when you look at the wild card picture in the NFC, I've been bringing this up for a couple of weeks now. Like, I don't know how many teams people trust. Do not sleep on the Minnesota Vikings. They have now won four games in a row. This is without, by the way, their best wide receiver and their quarterback, who was out for the rest of the season. They just won on the road against Atlanta, a team who was with them in that wild card mix. Their next month of schedule is as follows. They get the Saints at home next week. I don't know if they win, but it's a winnable game. They get the Broncos, the Bears, then the Raiders. That's their next month of football. <laughs> now, I'm not saying they're well, going to the go The Raiders 4-0. are feeling good now, yeah, and the Broncos just They had their the Caleb Canales game, and the Broncos like, I'll believe it when I see it for more than two weeks. <laughs> okay. They have a month stretch. They have now won four in a row. They're back above 500, hmm. and it's just – I this, Josh Dobbs leading the Vikings to the playoffs would be an awesome <laughs> story, and I hope that it happens. I want this dude in the NFL playoffs. It is ridiculous that we're even here talking about – like, if I would have told you on Friday, I believe Dobbs <laughs> – Dobbs was signed late Thursday. Yes, he was. If I told you Dobbs is playing 97% of the game against the Falcons on the road and his first snap was going to be on the sidelines in the game <laughs> when he's rushed to play, are you taking the, the Falcons on spraying the line? No, no chance. I stayed away from that game. Well, but I, I think you consider it because you're like, wait, Josh Dobbs? I just well, watched him in a postgame presser with the Cardinals on Sunday. <laughs> And now he's a Viking, and now he's going to play? There, I cannot stress how almost impossible that has to be to be able to go and do successfully. That would be the equivalent of right today after the show, Swag being asked to go to COIN and executive produce their <laughs> midday news program. Yeah, let's go. Swag can produce. Swag has never done anything in television. Let's get to traffic and weather. Get to traffic and weather. Traffic and weather. Block A, block E, <laughs> block F. And Swag's going to literally climb. Like, how many blocks do we get in an hour? How's this work? And he would not know what to do. And then he'd get through it, and they'd be like, that was one of our best shows in a while. Yeah, and they'd be like, well okay, done. look at me. There you go. Right, win, a, there you win an go. Emmy Awards. Is that what's next yeah, on the resume? Right, right, there you go. TV. Okay. But, but it, it really, I was watching this game just mesmerized by this guy being able to win it because he knew no plays. Kevin O'Connell in the in the helmet. Uh, Addison's going to run an eight-yard out here. <laughs> Hawkinson's going to be seven and in. Uh, don't forget to look at Madison's coming out of the backfield. 
and protection probably slide it to the left a little bit. Like that was how he was being coached on Sunday. The reason I wouldn't have gambled on the Falcons is because I'm trying to have a mentality the rest of the year to not gamble on bad teams, and I think the Atlanta Falcons are a bad team. I think the proof is now, and there's enough proof there. Their like, coaches, uh, I'm questioning dude, Arthur Smith. What are we doing here? He's got a mustache, and everybody thinks it's cool. He doesn't get the ball to his good players. They finally made a change at quarterback, which I think was long overdue, but even then, that wasn't enough for them to get a win. They gave up 31 points to the Vikings without their best wide receiver and a starting quarterback. Like That's embarrassing at home. Uh, what what has made Dobbs special largely is his his I don't care attitude running the football. I know I love like, that. I have nothing to lose. This is my last chance as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He had a scramble late in that game where he somehow escaped pressure in the pocket, tiptoed the sideline. It was like a third and thirteen. He picked up the first down, dove out of bounds like inside the five yard line, and you're just it's incredible. He's running around making plays, and as long as he stays healthy, which I hope that he does. It can bring a dynamic to their offense that's going to be fun to watch. And I'm not overlooking the Vikings, man. I don't think they're going to make any noise if they make the playoffs. But it would be a pretty cool story after, what did they start? 0-3. They kept losing these close games. Oh, no, this is the end of Kirk Cousins. They're going to tank for a quarterback. Here they are at 5-4, and four, above 500, and right in the mix of the <laughs> NFC playoff picture. I disagree with everything you said on their, their schedule. I get what you're saying. <laughs> We saw Dobbs in Arizona have a good moment, beat the Cowboys. See, here's the thing. I think the Vikings are better than the Arizona Cardinals. He still doesn't know the offense today. I know he won the game. figure it out, man. He's got a whole week now. Yeah. The toast of the town. You name teams that I'm not sure they can beat. They can, but I don't know if they will. That Saints-Bears game was a little uncomfortable. They could definitely win that game. Yes, it was. (laughs) The Saints are not very good. The Raiders are going to be dumb, and the Broncos are going to be dumb, and maybe you'll be right here. I I don't know if I'm ready to go there, but it was definitely, to me, of all of the sports... That was the story of the weekend. And I also loved Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is very defensive coach guy. He was asked in the post game, who Kurt Warner, I believe, was on the call for this game, and basically called out their offense and said their offense is a real struggle bus. And Arthur Smith, to Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner, mm. who ran one of, if not the greatest offenses we've ever seen, greatest show on turf, said, I hope maybe he can solve some of the world's problems too. <laughs> I love coaches getting so sensitive he's, recently. But he's one of the more sensitive ones like, in the dude, coaching world. stop world. getting so – get your panties You lost to your... Josh Dobbs at home. <laughs> like, what are we doing, man? He didn't know any teammates' names. Don't get mad at a broadcaster for being honest about your team. Be mad at your team. Be mad at yourself. Why don't you look in the mirror and figure out how you can get better as a head coach? Is he doing a Movember thing? Because I feel like that mustache has been there for a while. He's had it for a while. I don't think it's just for November. He's had it for a while. And he's uh, – that's one of those, like, honeymoon phases where, mm. similar to Dayball, after year one, you're like, I think we kind of got something here. <laughs> and now in year two, you're like, I don't know if we got something here. Uh, we'll get to college at the top of the hour. I want to stick in the National Football League and talk about this team who might be the best team in all of football, but I don't think they're going to get the recognition for it. We'll talk about them next on The Fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, I know it's a random segment on a Monday, but Josh Dobbs deserves a segment from everybody in America today for what he did yesterday. This is like Lynn Sanity in the NFL, man. 
This guy's like a borderline NFL player for his entire career. Now he's he's having big moments and big wins. He was awesome yesterday. He was, and he grabbed the phone from a Viking staff member and went on Twitter and said, Hey, guys, my name's Josh Dobbs. <laughs> he doesn't know his teammates' names. No. How funny is that? I love it. Uh, I want to stay in the NFL. We'll get to college football coming up at the top of the hour. How about the Ravens? Uh, are we ready to talk about the Ravens? Are we kind of thinking we don't need to talk about them? They're giving up touchdowns on drives 8.7% of the time. Is that good? That tracks as the lowest only two, the 2000 Baltimore Ravens defense. So defensively, they are playing about the same level as their 2000s team but their offense doesn't have Trent Dilfer. Their offense has a league MVP, <laughs> yeah. who for some reason people really wanted to debate and yell about and say he doesn't deserve the contract. Lamar's been really effing good this year, even in games where his numbers don't pop. You're not watching the games if you think he's not been good. Nope. And what they did to the Seattle Seahawks cannot be overstated. Dirt, that was the second worst loss of Pete Carroll's career in Seattle. What the Baltimore Ravens did to them yesterday Combined with what they did with the Lions, and I'm asking seriously, should the Ravens be at the top of the pecking order, or is Patrick Mahomes exist and so forever Kansas City for you is going to be at the top of the AFC? Yeah, there is there is definitely that vibe. I think Kansas City, until Baltimore beats them in a big moment, like there's just an aspect of like it's Mahomes and who am I going to trust in a big game? Where would America go on the Bengal thing though? Because they've won. The Bengals what, are three, hot right now, dude. Right and now. I, I gambled on the Bengals last night. Mm-hmm. I love them at home last night against against Buffalo. I also love Baltimore last week when we talked about this game. I think Baltimore has been the team that, for some reason, has not gotten any run at all this year from a national media narrative. Have they been? Have they had a national game yet? I don't believe that I feel they, like they have. Haven't. Give me a second. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to look that up. I, part of it, I think, is the year that Miami has had and the amount of points that they've scored. They've kind of become the new Baltimore of like, hey, look at this sexy offense. Talk and about them. Yeah. They're doing all these things that we haven't ever seen but then Miami keeps getting drilled in these big games against good teams like they went to Buffalo and they got smoked they were in Philly they were down most of that game and yeah they had a nice comeback Sunday morning in Germany against the Chiefs but like they were down 21 nothing they had a defensive touchdown on them like that just that was a very disappointing performance I thought again from Miami and then here on the flip side of that you have the Ravens in two of the last three weeks hosting teams that some would argue were sleepers in the NFC the Lions were playing great ball and they dominated them from start to finish finish. It was an embarrassing loss for Detroit. And then Seattle comes to town. They just added their defensive line. They're feeling good. They're in first place in the NFC West. Here come the Seahawks. And that game was over at the end of the first quarter. Like it To was. do that twice in three weeks yeah. to playoff teams, I think should be eye-opening for everybody. I think they're the most untalked about and unpaid attention to team in the NFL. That is going to change. Their next two weeks are massive. Yep. The entire division is fascinating in the AFC North. Everybody is above 500. Cincinnati's currently in last place. I believe everybody in that division is in the playoffs. If it if it started today. If the playoffs started yeah. today, the division winner would be Baltimore. Baltimore yeah. And then Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati cards. are three wild cards. Yeah, the like, North is dominating. Crazy right now. that Cincinnati, because of the way tiebreakers work, would be in last place right now. Slow today. starts hurt you. It, it does. They're all five and three. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati are all five and three. In the next two weeks, they get the Browns and the Bengals at home. Yeah. If Baltimore wins those games, I mean, they have essentially locked up that division. Let's also not forget that last year, Cincinnati was an incredible team that went to the AFC title game. They were toe-to-toe with Kansas City. They ended up falling just short in that game. Let's not forget what happened in wildcard weekend. 
when the Ravens went in with a backup quarterback, Snoop Huntley, and without a 99-yard fumble return for a touchdown, the Ravens probably win that game in Cincinnati. Oh, no, that was for the game. The and game it's was like over. how yeah. crazy the narratives are right. if they win that game and right. Lamar wasn't even playing. So this is a team that has now, again, added their MVP quarterback who's playing at an MVP level. They're running the ball insanely efficiently. They've added weapons. OBJ had his first touchdown catch of the year yesterday. Like, the, dude, the Ravens are for real. I think there's an aspect to them, like, you got to do it in the playoffs for people to fully buy in. But they're drilling teams right now. Yeah, I mean, I I think the I think that's a fair way to categorize it with the playoffs. You got to win, right? You got to prove people wrong. Get to an AFC title game. Yeah, Josh Allen's been to just one. Yeah. Sometimes I, I think these things are a little harder, and because Mahomes does it all the time, and Burrow had back to back years of title game and conference championship game, we just assume all the top quarterbacks can do it. Mm-hmm. Bill Barnwell writes this because he talked about the MVP award at this point. He says Jackson's made major strides. He leads the league in completion percentage at 71.5%. And for some people out there that don't like Lamar, I know what you're saying. Oh, yeah, the little dump-off passes to Gus Edwards. Uh, He is throwing downfield at one of the highest rates we've ever seen. He's averaging a league-high 10.2 yards per throw off of play action, and he's picked apart defenses dominating in the intermediate zone on throws traveling 11 to 20 yards in the air. His 94.4 QBR is the second-best mark in football, only behind Justin Herbert, and he ranks third in QBR under pressure. And as a runner, he's averaging a league-high 48.9 yards per game, so he's still keeping a lot of defenses honest using his legs. But this narrative of him as a quarterback, does he throw a prettier ball than Mahomes? No. Is Is he all his throws that are down the field, are they, they look as accurate as Tua's can look? Uh, no, but it's a ridiculous argument, and it was just a few months ago people were screaming at each other whether to give this guy a, a, a contract of the caliber of some of these guys who he is outperforming and outplaying right now and who has this defense and right now, for some, may look like the best team in all of football. I think they can make that argument for sure. These regular season wins are big for them because you mentioned some of the playoff stuff and, you know, Allen's only been to one. Well, when he went to his one, he beat Baltimore in a very tight game. He did, in Buffalo. In, in the divisional round. And again, you pointed to it. They hosted that game. So here comes Baltimore with two losses. Next two weeks are big. They could essentially lock up the division in the next two weeks. And they're going to be going toe-to-toe, likely with Kansas City, on who gets to be that number one overall seed in the AFC. And it would be massive for them to get home field advantage. They don't play the Chiefs in the regular season. And their national TV problem will go away. They got a national TV game that Bengal game's on national TV. They got the Chargers on Sunday Night Football the week out for that at home in Baltimore. They got a Monday night game against the 49ers on the road, I think, in late December, maybe a Christmas Day game. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's a Monday night game or not. But, yeah, yeah, Christmas is a Monday. So it's a Monday night game. So they're going to have a lot of lot of nationally televised games, and that will help his MVP candidacy. There is not a quarterback this year whose numbers jump off the page. There's not a, you know, Mahomes typical or a Rodgers the year he had like 35-2 and two and just couldn't be stopped. I think I think the, this is ripe for the picking for Lamar. If they keep racking up wins, he keeps playing efficient football, he's got a great chance to win another MVP. Loaded second hour, we go to college football to start the second hour. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.